their photos are that good that mm-hmm. they, because we, I mean, we're our worst critics, you know? So, oh, yeah. yeah. So it just, it made sense to me. I was like, you know, I want people to feel that like this high that I'm on right now, like this is crazy. Um, but I also wanted, I didn't want it to just be one of those things where, people just submit photos and then I pick random ones and that's what it is. Like I, I wanted to go deeper with it. And then like, I have people that message me all the time, you know, what can I do to make it better? And it's, and it's not that their images aren't good. Like I have not put really good images in the magazine because I actually like curate the whole magazine. Mm -hmm. I don't just stick random photos in there. Like I love it to have a flow and to have consistency. And it's like, I've had photos and it's like, I'm, I've messaged them. I'm like, I'm saving this because we're going to put it in, you know, whatever, you know, afterwards. And so, um, like it was, like I said, it was kind of just like a high that I was on and I was like, man, like if everybody could feel this, they would never quit. Welcome to the light and dark photography podcast where you can build your business, grow your community and have fun doing it. I am your host, John Mansfield. Every week we bring you real conversations with photographers and entrepreneurs to discover ways that you can take your business to the next level and serve your clients well. We record these live in our Facebook community so you can be part of the conversation. So grab a cup of coffee or a glass of whiskey and get ready for today's episode. Well, welcome to the Light and Dark Photography Podcast. Um, I am your host, John Mansfield, and today uh, I've got Megan with me. Uh, Megan Parsley. I can use your last name too. We're just we're friends in in uh, in real life. Uh, so I was like, yeah, it's just Megan. Megan's here. Um, but yeah, uh, Megan, let us uh, let the listeners know a little bit about you, um, where you are, what you photograph, what you do. Yeah. So, um, well, as you said, like, I mean, we know each other in real life. I'm actually from here in College Station as well, born and raised. Um, I disappeared for a couple of years to move to um, Southern-ish, I guess it's Southern Missouri, over by Branson is where I had lived. Um, and that's actually where I started uh, my photo journey. Um, it did not start the way that I ever thought it would have. Of course, I was like, the regular just plain Jane mom that was taking pictures of her kids with a little pocket camera, <laughs> which uh-huh. is what I like to call them. <laughs> um, like little screen on the back. It's not even an eye hole or nothing. It's just a screen, it's a little digital camera. And um, I remember my mom used to like brag over them for some reason. Like, I mean, they were, just, it was just like the best thing she'd ever seen. So I thought I was good. And then I look back today and I'm like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> like, you're supposed yeah. to be like honest with me at least here. So anyways, um, right. it's those rose colored glasses. It's just like, you're my daughter. These yes. are amazing. They're the most amazing. <laughs> photos. Yeah. So <laughs> note to self, don't trust mom. Um, <laughs> anyway, so, um, I just was playing around with it. No big deal. And then, um, I actually was, was kind of out there, but I was actually involved in a pretty bad car accident that left me in bed for a while. And I was like, well, I probably should start learning more about this. And so that's what I did. I actually um, joined way back then. Penn Foster had a photography course um, that I did and they send you all the books and you actually send photographs to them and then they critique Uh it and stuff like that. And they send you a fun little certificate that I have sitting in a filing cabinet (laughs) (laughs) afterwards. And, um, then a couple years later, I moved back to Texas and continued my journey from there. And, um, as far as things that I shoot, I do mostly families, um, and newborns every once in a while. Well, I don't say every once in a while, it's more than every once in a while. I add in some weddings in there just to change it up. And so I don't get burnt out doing one thing versus another, just to keep my creative juices kind of flowing. Um, and it's, it's great. I love it. Yeah. That's great. Do you know, um, cause I also started off like with just a little point and shoot camera that I just mm-hmm. stuck in my back pocket. Um, pretty sure it didn't even have like modes on it. I think it was. Like, yeah, no, <laughs> mine was just like you, it had the little switch is like turn yes, on. Yes, That's and it. And then the lens just like popped out of the thing. Pops in and out. And then that was it. And, and you were, I, Ed, you were legit with one of them. 
Oh yeah. And the, yeah. the smaller, the better. If you had a really big one, it wasn't that cool. But if you had like a really small one that you could barely even press the button on top, you were like it. Oh yeah. Yeah. It yeah. was great. And yeah. I remember, I remember getting that. Um, I have no idea what year, but I remember getting that in <laughs> like, I I bought it and I bought a uh, an SD card that was like 128 megabytes. Wow! And and like now now that that would hold like 10 photos. Yeah. Um, but but I remember being like, oh man, I can take like 3,000 photos on this thing. Yeah. This is crazy. Oh yeah, and they were like all of like 1.2 megapixels. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was ridiculous. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it, it reminded me of that little like purple camera that I had. And then I was like, mm-hmm. all right, yeah, I wonder, I, I know it's somewhere in here because I have it in a box uh, in my <laughs> office. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so what, what brought you back to Texas? I didn't know about the Missouri. Yep. Years. Yeah. So actually I moved to Missouri to finish high school. Um, just, I needed a change. (laughs) Uh, My mom was living up there. And so I went to just go live with my mom for a few years just to, just to get away. Like I said, I was born and raised here. Mm -hmm. Um, and like I said, I just really needed a change. I love Branson. Branson's a lot of fun. So I was like, well, well, whatever, we'll give it a shot. So moved up there and then I stayed for a little while. Um, and then I actually, um, Let's see, this was in 2012-ish, somewhere around in there. Um, That's whenever I had my car accident. And um, I was on to something and I just had, I completely lost my train of thought. Oh, oh, Um, eventually I hated it and I came back. (laughs) That's kind of how it was. It was just, um, I just, I needed to be back home like I'd... I mean, like I said, my mom lived up there, but like my whole family is here. Um, Mm -hmm. And it just, it just happened to be one of those things that I just needed to be back in my roots and I will never leave again. (laughs) I mean, it's no matter how crazy this town can get, it's still home no matter what. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. happened to us a few times where we've moved for like a year or I remember y'all years. moved to like Dallas. Yeah, we moved to Dallas for like a couple months. Yeah. Uh, which that was like house sitting and we were going to turn it into us moving there. And then we realized we didn't like Dallas as much as we thought we did. Um, mm-hmm. And it was like an hour and a half to drive anywhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, and like we moved up there and I was like, all right, I'm going to go meet. Like I'm going to tour all of the venues around here mm-hmm. and every single day. I would leave and go tour venues and it was just on the road constantly like an hour and a half over this way. And then I have another hour. That's how I feel about driving to Houston. Like I, my husband, Mm -hmm. he he's from Magnolia. Well, he's technically from Livingston, but he went to school most of his life in Magnolia. And he was like, yeah, I learned to drive in Houston. I'm like, I avoid Houston at all costs. Like I don't understand how people drive an hour and a half to work every day. Yeah, it's it's not for me. I can't do it. No, I I definitely like I'm I'm okay with a commute. Uh, Well, I'm okay with driving. I don't think I would be that great with a commute. Like if I had to drive an hour and a half every day to work, that would not be fun. Uh, Mm -hmm. But I am totally down for road trips. I'm always like, oh yeah, that's cool. Like uh, my wife and I, we were going to meet um, a friend of ours in Oklahoma City. Uh, a few weeks ago yeah just, I have a few friends that live there yeah it's a nice yep. city it's it's mm-hmm. a lot of fun it uh, is I drove through there last time I drove back from Missouri my son was staying up there visiting my mom and I drove nice. through Oklahoma City and I was like man this is a pretty nifty town like it seems like but to get it doesn't seem as much of a concrete jungle everything's not so compact like it is here in college right. yeah and they've got a bunch of like mm-hmm. fun murals and stuff yeah and yeah, some good like, food. We found a little like hole in the wall pizza place and yeah. it, was, it was great. Yeah, for uh, sure. Yeah. So, um, so tell me about, uh, Shutter Scene Magazine. How did mm-hmm. that come about? How long have y'all been doing that? Uh, I, w- I want to know all the things. <laughs> so all the things. So we will start, um, we started in 2017. Um, it was just me for a really long time. Um, so 
man, we're going on four years. That's crazy. Um, (laughs) well, it kind of started, um, dang, it has been four years. That's a long time. Um, Wow. Uh, so it really just started. I was a stay at home mom. We just had case, um, in June. I started in, uh, um, August, September, September was our first launch. Um, it kind of honestly came down to, I was, I, I was depressed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if we're going to be really honest, I was depressed. Um, I couldn't work. I was like, so I was stay at home mom. Daycare is ridiculously expensive. I was not going to spend a thousand dollars a month on daycare yep. to bring in 1400 at a regular nine to five. Um, I wasn't going to do it. <laughs> so I, um, but then I also had separation anxiety really bad. And I could not get away from case at all. And I had to figure out something. I was like, we have bills. Um, Mm -hmm. How can I do this? I I can't go shoot right now because I can't even leave my few month old baby alone for just a little bit of time. Like I can't. Right. Um, And I, I had to figure something out. So I was like, well, what can I do that's still in the industry that is meaningful (laughs) that makes sense. Something that I can be home to do and focus my attention on. Um, and I prayed on it and I really thought hard on it. And honestly, I had a dream about starting a showcase magazine and, um, I just, I woke up the next day. I literally, I messaged my husband. I was like, I'm going to start a showcase magazine. He was like, okay. (laughs) And he was like, I don't know what that is, but okay. And so I was like, let's do it. And so I did it. And I, um, I literally worked on a fold out tray in my living room, um, trying to figure things out. I had a baby on my lap most of the time. Uh (laughs) Um, and it was, I was learning something that I had never done before and never thought in a million years I would ever learn how to do. I, (laughs) I didn't know how to market for something like that. I didn't even know how to start. I didn't know what kind of a name I needed. I was like, it's gotta be catchy, but it can't be, (laughs) you know, it can't be tacky or something like that. And, um, I was like talking to a friend of mine. I was like, how do I do this? She was like, I don't know. You stepped in big. And I was like, (laughs) okay, we got to do it. Like I got to figure this out. And and then that's whenever I came up with the name shutter scene. And I was like, okay, I'm onto something. Like, I like this, this is going somewhere. (laughs) And, um, so then made a Facebook group and, um, it started and it never slowed down after that. It was apps. It it went way better than I thought. (laughs) I didn't think it was going to do anything because there's a few different other showcase magazines out there that do extremely well. And I was like, there's no way this girl that's working on a fold out tray in a living room with a baby on her hip is going to ever do anything with this. And it happened and it stuck and it became, it almost, I don't want to say it took over my life, but it became one of those things where I would much rather be marketing with shutter scene than out working, doing photos. And it was almost to the point where I wanted to train somebody to go shoot for me. And mm-hmm. that way I could focus everything on shutter scene. Yeah. <laughs> That's really cool. That's, I mean, that like just shows how, if you really like put, put the work into it and have that passion behind yep. uh, that, you you were you are like ninety whatever ninety nine percent going to succeed succeed like, yeah at least in some and have a game plan like yeah and I can't really say like I didn't have a game plan because I knew kind of what I wanted it to be and I was like I had all these ideas going through my head and like those ideas are still there and it's like I would really love to push this there but it's obviously it's a learning curve like I. I, I, I don't know how to, like I said, I don't know how to advertise stuff like that to make it, you know, grow to certain capacities. And it's just right. something that, you know, we learn every single day as we go through. So, yeah, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. So, um, has it kind of, um, I don't know, evolved into anything different or like the original, <laughs> like the dream that you had, this yep. is exactly it four years later, it's still exactly so originally, <clears throat> okay, so I actually at one, I don't even remember how long ago this was. Let's see, three years ago. No, right before I started Shutter Scene, um, I had, I photographed a girl. She was having a quinceanera and we were doing her, um, I was actually wanting to get into doing more like formal style shoots. So I actually hosted a model call for somebody doing a quinceanera, or even if they Mm -hmm. had already had their quinceanera, but they still have their dress. 
just so that way we could do some photos. So that way I could start getting a portfolio kind of going. Yeah. Well, I actually submitted one of those photos to one of these other uh, magazine companies and, um, and it was selected. And I was like, and it, it just, it kind of blew my mind. Like I'm, I, I love how my work is and I'm comfortable with my work, but seeing that kind of recognition, like it was a complete game changer as far as my work and how I want it to be seen and everything. Oh. Like, it's like, it was magazine worthy, you know? Wow. Um, and that was like, like my mom always said, my images were magazine worthy. But then uh-huh. I'm looking at these, I'm looking at these like <laughs> black and white, like just auto mode pictures, and I'm thinking, oh my gosh! But now, like, it really is, and yeah. I was like, that's crazy to me. And so, whenever I really started, it was really one of those things that I wanted other photographers to know that their photos are that good. That. Mm-hmm. they because we, I mean we're our worst critics you know so oh, yeah. yeah so it just it made sense to me I was like you know I want people to feel that like this high that I'm on right now like this is crazy um but I also wanted I didn't want it to just be one of those things where people just submit photos and then I pick random ones and that's what it is like I I wanted to go deeper with it and then like I have people that message me all the time you know what can I do to make it better and it's and it's not that their images aren't good like I have not put really good images in the magazine because I actually like curate the whole magazine mm-hmm. I don't just stick random photos in there like I love it right. to have a flow and to have consistency and it's like I've had photos and it's like, I'm, I've messaged them. I'm like, I'm saving this because we're going to put it in, you know, whatever, you know, afterwards. And so, um, like it was, like I said, it was kind of just like a high that I was on. And I was like, man, like if everybody could feel this, they would never quit. And that was kind of, that was kind of my goal. Um, the, whenever we first, when I first was kind of toying with the idea, it was mainly going to be, um, just for exposure, um, putting their pictures on Instagram and just kind of helping people get more followers, get, you know, that kind of thing. Maybe they get a a new, a few new bookings out of it and stuff like that. And that has been a success. Um, I have had several people message me saying that they have booked more, you know, more shoots in the last, however many years, you know, just because of that. (laughs) And it's like, I mean, you know, your work, your work is worth it, you know, and it it deserves to be recognized. And so, um, as far as, it changing it has changed like we there's something that we're really I'm really trying to get pushed out there but I just kind of need a little bit more leverage we're just we're really wanting to make shutter scene more the whole industry itself not just photographers we want it to be the whole scene of the photography industry so that's kind of where the scene thing came from yeah. Um, and it's getting there. It's a very, it's a slow process, but it's getting there. Um, working with different publishing companies to kind of join with them to be a bigger picture for other photographers. And so. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. That, that's awesome. You, you had mentioned um, about like uh, people submitting and then, you know, you curating the whole thing. <laughs> and maybe mm-hmm. not using some photos. And mm-hmm. I wanted to touch on that because you mentioned that, and that is something that I, cause I, I submitted to different publications uh, mm-hmm. and, and I still do. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I really did probably about, I don't know, five years into the business. I was like, okay, I want to get published somewhere. Like that's on my goal for like, you know, 20, I guess it would have been 2018. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I was like, one of my goals this year, I want to get published somewhere and I submitted to a bunch of different places and I got rejected from a lot of them. Um, I did get published, but I got Mm -hmm. rejected and I took those rejections pretty hard of like, Oh, my photos are not good. They're not worth being published. Um, but what you said was that like publications you're curating an entire magazine. It's a gallery. I think of it like an art gallery. Um, they, I mean, they don't just put every photo in there. It's no, I mean, otherwise it would just, I mean, it, it doesn't have any meaning to it. If you're just picking anybody's photos and putting it in there just to, say you did it you know right um, or just I like definitely, i really like this one it doesn't go with anything else but i like right. this one so i'm gonna throw <laughs> yep. it in here exactly and, yeah. exactly yep yeah. it's kind of like how um like whenever i originally made the magazine to begin with like i i'm just gonna grab a magazine um it was like <laughs> we really just wanted everything to be up and down but sometimes we get people that send you know landscape style photos and it's like <sighs> well we have all of these 
portrait style photos and one landscape photo, but this is an amazing image, but I can't put it in there because I can't have one landscape image in a sea of 70 portrait style photos. <laughs> you know, it's, it's that kind of thing. And so it's, we've had to, you know, change a few things and go different routes to be able to incorporate those kind of things in there. Um, and I mean, we've had to turn down a lot of photos and it, I mean, it's sad. It is, but I mean, it's just, it's still, it's still a gallery. Like we have to, you know, we have to make it look as good as it can possibly be. Right. Yeah. And for, for any, any, anyone who has sent in a request or um, not requests for publications, but uh, sent in <laughs> submissions, that's, that's the word yep. I'm looking for. Submission. If yep. they've uh, submitted for publication and been rejected, like that is a good thing to know that it may not have been the quality of your work or mm -hmm. the type of photo or whatever, but it was probably that it just didn't fit the, the yep. flow. Cause a lot of times and I'm sure like you get so many submissions, you can't just like respond to everyone and be like, Oh, yep. hey, thanks. This was so great, but this is why we didn't accept it. So a right. lot of times it's just like, it's really hard. And I wish we could, go mm -hmm. in and message each person. But I mean, I'm telling you, like we get three to 400 submissions per magazine sometimes. Yep. I can't. <laughs> no. Yeah. There is no way at all Not that I can do that. <laughs> and I've, and I've had to just make a public post about it because I, I mean, and it breaks my heart because a lot of people are like, I'm trying really hard and I really want this. And it's like, I know you do, but yeah. I can't keep, put keep it submitting. anywhere in there. And like, I mean, I get people, they're like, I really want to make the cover, but they're only sending me landscape portraits. I can't put a landscape portrait on a portrait, you know, right. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. It's going to cut off 90% of your photo. I can't do that. Mm -hmm. And it's just, and so it's, you know, it's kind of just little things like that. Like I hope people think about, and I don't want to, I don't want to make, you know, a big thing out of what you have to do to get on there. But it's, I mean, I have gone live before telling people like, you know, this is the stuff that we look for. So whenever you're thinking about stuff you want to submit, you know, have a subconscious mind of yeah, this is what they're looking for. Like if I, you know, if I want, a, if we're doing a wedding issue, I don't want you just to submit, you know, from your last wedding, I want you to submit the best wedding photo you've ever done. Uh, that that's one that's like the main photo on your website because you're yep. so proud of it. The like, one, yep. That's the the one. one that somebody's like, dang, that's a good photo. That's the uh -huh. photo that I want you to submit. I don't want you to submit a photo of a completely blurred out background with some grass in the front. Although those are fun photos. That's not really a magazine published kind of image kind of thing. Right. Like it needs to be your absolute best photo that you have ever done. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then we also give people like, we tell them to submit more than one because what we love to do, what I've done with every single magazine, I have not stopped. And I, that was the thing that I put in from the beginning. Every cover artist that we have gets a bio page and then we show like a collage or several pages of the images that they send us. Oh, that's cool. So I tell them to send like three to four images um, and then a picture of their headshot. And then like, I mean, I go find their bio on their websites and everything like that. And I make like a whole thing about them. Like it's yeah. a shout out page. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's the very beginning of the magazine. And I, for me, I love that. I absolutely love it. And I know people love it because they, I mean, you know, being on the cover is one thing, but seeing your face right there and your bio and, you know, right. links to your profiles and your Instagram and all that stuff. It's just, it's just like a step up. Oh yeah. So, yeah. It's a um, deeper level and, it is. Yep. and the readers get to know you yep. more because I've read magazines yep. before and I'm like, Ooh, I love this cover photo. Yep. And Who like, it'll it? have the little credit <laughs> down at the corner yep. or like in the, the, you know, inside cover, it's like cover photo by so-and-so. Yep. I'm like, Oh, exactly. cool. Now I have nice. to search for them on Instagram yep. and see like, is this them? I don't know. There's like three different ones under the same name, mm -hmm. but having that like full spread and uh, a bio of everything like that, that goes a little bit deeper for the readers to be able to connect yep. to the photographer as well. Yep. Yeah, it just tells their story a lot more. Um, mm -hmm. And then it's also a surprise, too, because we don't actually tell our photographers who's going to be on the cover. Like, whoever it is, we don't send them a message and be like, you may uh, want to check it out. Uh -huh. <laughs> we don't do anything <laughs> like that. All of a sudden, there's their picture right on the front. And I just, That's it's a cool. suspense for me. I love it. Um, yeah. But sometimes if we just have an image that we have to get on the front, it's like, 
and we can't find a bio, it's like, send me something like send me a bio. (laughs) I need it. Um, Uh And then they'll, and then they'll know if we put them on the cover for that. But most, most of our people have websites or they have it on their Facebook and their bio page on their Facebook. So we're, it's easy for us to find. So, and that's another thing, like try to have that kind of you know, exposure out there. So that way it is easy for us to go find it because I'm not going to go search 500 people, you know, I'll pick a different cover. (laughs) Right. Oh yeah. So Yeah. 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 And that's, I mean, that's good practice to have just by running a business, right? Um, especially a photography business, because it is so relational these days. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I'll talk to Uh, like parents of couples at weddings and they're like, Oh yeah, our photographer was only there for like 30 minutes during the ceremony. And we got 17 photos from our wedding. Like things have changed quite a bit. Like, like we are friends now, (laughs) like like your daughter and I, like we, we text each other and like, she was like, Oh, Hey, I tried that Cortado drink that you told me to try out. I'm like, yeah, cause like we're building a relationship so I can get better photos. Um, That rapport is literally it. It's so awkward. And like I, and I've actually put that practice a lot, not even just in like wedding, like photos, but just family in general. Um, like I've put that practice in and it makes such a fun session. It's so much fun. Cause I've, I've gone to stiff sessions before and it's like, I can't do this. Like I, (laughs) I need you to give me something like, I mean, I try to have a lot of fun and stuff, but I mean, if sometimes you just can't. And then, so it's, I mean, pushing that rapport with people, it is, I mean, I am with every single person. I mean, we could almost probably share a bed by the time we're done with everything. (laughs) Like that's how close we are. So, yeah. And that's, I mean, I love, like I've started doing that. Uh, I don't know how long now, maybe like a year or so. Cause mm-hmm. I didn't really think about family sessions as mm-hmm. I do. I do a handful of them a year, like maybe 20 or so. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's not my main thing, but I still really enjoy them. And they're mm-hmm. usually the same families that come back, but every now and then I'll get a new family and probably about a year, year and a half ago, I started sending them a little questionnaire of like, mm-hmm. Like even I, I would go in blind sometimes not knowing the kids' ages or right. their names. And I'm like, right. I don't know. I think they said they have five kids. And yeah. I don't know. Should I bring like a rattle to get the baby's attention? Or do they even have a baby? How old are these yeah. kids? Uh, so it was like good prep that way. But I've also yep. started asking like, what, a, what what's something that each kid loves to do likes mm-hmm. and, and like try to incorporate that into the photos. Cause that brings them back to that moment. That age is like, Oh yep. man, I remember whenever he was five and he loved to throw the baseball and yep. like we get yep. photos of him throwing the baseball or something. Yep. Same. Yep. I do. I send a job form to every person with a questionnaire on it and it's pretty mm-hmm. detailed. It's not like so out there, like, you know, winter birthday and stuff like that. But I mean, it's, it's, pretty detailed. Um, like I definitely like to go in knowing I've never met these people before, but knowing that it feels like we have kind of thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. The best compliment is whenever they're just like, Oh yeah, we haven't met in person. Like, I feel like I already know you. I'm like, yes, that is exactly what I want. It is. It's like a, it's like a friendship, but Mm -hmm professionally professional friendship whatever professional friendship yeah yeah that's what we're going for yeah that's fine (laughs) so like with the with the magazine do you have um i know like um like an impact that you want uh something that you want to impact the photography like the whole scene uh the whole Mm -hmm. as a group like what what is uh what's kind of your thought behind what the magazine is for my whole thing really like I said was saying earlier I just I want people to know that their work is good like Mm -hmm. I don't want them I want them to keep going like I if I even showed you the pictures that I took I mean (laughs) no I'm not saying my work right now is absolutely like amazing but from what it was to what it is. So like I was saying, like my mom used to tell me that my work was remarkable mm-hmm. and I believed it. <laughs> <laughs> and now I look back and I'm like, what on earth? But then I also look at where I am now and I'm like, that positivity kept me going. 
Like yeah. if my mom and like, I know, and I know like, you know, we, we want people to be honest with us and stuff like that, but it's like, keep going. Don't stop. Like if you love it, you will perfect it to every little bit of perfection that you want it to be. Oh yeah. And that's kind of like what we, you know, like really what I want the scene to be about. And then I just really want it to be a resource for photographers. It's like what I was saying, we're, we really would love to um, have it to where once a year, once, maybe twice a year, we have a really big magazine and it's going to be full of educational things and interviews. And I mean, just like the whole shebang. Um, and then we would love to send one out to everybody. Like we would eventually like to move into like a membership option. That's kind of one of the things that we're kind of looking into, um, and working with like other big companies that we could kind of partner with. So that way, people are submitting to other platforms instead of just shutter scene or just some of these other showcase magazines. And Mm. I've, and I mean, I've seen quite a few showcase magazines and I feel like, I feel like they just do it just to do it. I don't feel like they do it because they heart to it and I have a heart to it. So um, that's kind of just what we want everybody to know. Whenever we pour our heart and soul into this dang magazine, we do it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can tell, Cause I've, I've looked at other, uh, showcase magazines before, um, and submitted mm-hmm. to other ones before and, mm-hmm. um, and they seem very, uh, I don't know, kind of not, not cold, but just like very, they're doing it to make a dollar. Yeah. They're doing it to make a dollar. Here's a photo. Mm-hmm. Here's another photo. Here's yep. another photo. Yeah. And, and with yours, like, I love how like each, each photo is credited and you can mm-hmm. like get a feel of, of each thing. And y'all have mm-hmm. like the little, uh, like articles and stuff yeah. and, um, and that it's not just here. We put together like a hundred photos in this magazine. Yeah. Enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you can definitely feel the heart behind it, which yeah. I love. Cause I mean, my business, all heart. Like I'm, I'm yeah. all about putting your heart behind things and, yeah. uh, and trying to, trying to make an impact on the world. Um, and I, I think that this does, especially that positivity. Um, cause I, I've had like, my parents told me that my photos were great and looking back, I'm like, no, they weren't. <laughs> um, but like looking, looking back three years ago, at some of my photos I'm like yeah that wasn't that great like it yeah. was it was good for where I was in that season and three yeah. years from now I will probably look back at 2021 photos and be like and laugh yeah yeah I've learned a lot in the last three years right. um, but like that's how we should be continually growing and learning and all that mm-hmm. but that positivity mindset really does change things mm-hmm. when uh, when people give you that encouragement and they give you that positivity of this is good. Like what you yeah. did is good. It is good enough to be in this magazine. And that, that like, it changes. There's this thing I'm going to go all, I'm going to see if I can remember what it is. Um, my dad used to talk about this probably still does. Uh, um, but we uh, it's the reticular activating system in your brain. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. a filter that you, um, but some people have like, it's a learned behavior of like that filter is either positive or negative. And if it's a positive filter, then you tend to filter things in a positive way. And if it's a negative filter, you tend to, you know, filter things in a negative way and just like looking at things and like, oh yeah, well today, I mean, sure it was sunny and nice outside, but I had to turn the AC back on and, uh, and that kind of thing. And whenever you're, you're given positivity and you take in positivity, then that kind of, that filter changes a little bit. And then you start seeing things in a positive light and you can see your photos whenever they're crap. And this is good because, because your mom said, yeah. Your photos are remarkable. And you're like, yeah, I believe that these yeah. are remarkable. And then you continue, you're like, these are remarkable, but I'm going to learn to be better. I'm going right. to, I'm going to save up and buy 
a like a DSLR instead of this little yeah. point and shoot. And yeah. then your photos get even better. And then you're like, right. oh, okay, this is great. And yeah, I love that that positivity mindset and yep. that the magazine is doing that and mm-hmm. helping people. Yep. See we definitely there. love to see success stories from it. Um, mm. And and more importantly, like not even necessarily just success with other people. Like I personally have gone and hired some of our photographers to do my family's photos. Like yeah. we have traveled to have other photographers like, and I'm, I mean, we support local of course, but like to me, like if they support me and they support my dreams and the, where I want this magazine to go, mm-hmm. then I'm going to support them. And it's not that, I mean, I would love to support everybody of course, but I mean, we've had, I don't know, five, 6,000 submissions over the last few years. <laughs> uh, there's obviously no way to do that, but um I mean, it's also taken just my business itself to far, you know, far levels. You know, I've gone to um, Massachusetts. When was that? A year and a half. Let's see. 2019. Went to Massachusetts um, to do a session up there that I never in a million years would have thought that I ever would have been able to do because I cry like a baby every time I watch them. And it's those military homecomings. Right. (laughs) And um. I got hired to go do a shoot up there by somebody I've never even met before, like yeah. ever. And, um, and that was amazing for me. And it was, I mean, I feel like it just opens doors in areas that you never thought were even possible. And so, yeah, we've got that. And then we'll have a Costa Rica wedding as soon as COVID's over eventually. Nice. And then another one in California and it's just going. I mean, it's, yeah. I never thought I would be traveling t- to do work, <laughs> Yeah. Um, awesome. but then it's also a fun experience because I can, you know, blog about it, write about it and share it with everybody and just kind of mm-hmm. give people like, I literally started this on a fold out tray <laughs> in my living yeah. room. It probably had food stuck on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it's just kind of how it is. And it's, it's, it's grown to be something that I love. And it's, it's a, it's, like you guys, whenever I had interviewed you a little while back, it is a passion yeah. project. So, oh yeah, 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 that that's awesome. And I love that you have like the Facebook community as yes. well. That was another thing that I really wanted too, because I've noticed like the magazines that I submitted to, um, they don't. Yeah. And I yeah. I don't like that. I feel like shutter scene should be a community like i mean i obviously community over competition is a huge thing for me mm-hmm. um but i don't believe in it being only within your local community like i feel like i mean photography can take you anywhere like the world is a community so oh, yeah. i mean it, it's kind of one of those it's kind of one of those things so it was it was one of those that i was like i need to have a community i need somewhere for people to post their photos like look at this, <laughs> you yeah. know, critique it. What it, you know, kind of thing. And yeah. we've, <clears throat> it's kind of been, it hasn't been like one of those communities that I feel like it's more of a home community than it is a business community. If that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It feels much more cause I've been in, in there for a couple of years now. Yeah. And I love seeing whenever people are posting about just like even non-photography things. Yeah. And just like, yeah. you know, Hey, should I have seen friends? Like I was thinking about this, like, what are your thoughts right. on these things? Yeah. Or yeah. You know, have you watched WandaVision yet? And right. like all the different <clears throat> stuff. And it's a, it's a good place to ask questions about yep. photography and, you know, in, yep. in finding like other people who have submitted, who are in that uh, community, like, Mm -hmm. are finding each other and uh, because I feel like I saw something recently of like someone who was traveling or was like hey I have I'm gonna have a wedding in Maine uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yep, I do. Yep. I want to, I want to yep. meet up with someone. Yeah. Like, that's, yep. that's really cool. That's the competition yep. or the community over competition that yep. we should have. And, and that's yep. really great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Which we will have, we'll link the, um, we'll have a link to your Facebook group as well um, in the show notes. Um, yeah, make everyone. sure if you guys uh, join, don't join with your photography business page because I decline those because I want real people in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't want, and there's also a lot of businesses that I don't know. There's fake businesses out there and stuff like that. And so just okay. join with yourself. Like 
I mean, we're all family here. I don't need your photography business. Like yeah. I, I know if you shoot pictures, I can, cause I, I look at every single person before I add them in there because I try to keep the community pretty clean. Um, and so, like I said, just make sure that you join. And it even says that in the questionnaire, like don't right. join with your photography business page. Yeah. <laughs> like I want to know who you are. Uh, I want to know your business page. It's so. not community. You're not coming yeah. here to like right. get work. Yep. Don't come in here to sell stuff until I post a thread on it. So right. yeah. <laughs> that has not happened. That hasn't yeah. happened in the past three years. So. Nope. <laughs> so what's, what's something like from the magazine? I know you've already kind of shared a few, a few stories, but like something that's um, uh, something amazing that you've seen come through it either. I mean, like the community, uh, the community aspect or different relationships, um, you know, business wise, whatever mm-hmm. that, has just kind of like blown you away that has come out of this magazine? So my biggest thing is seeing growth in people. Like mm-hmm. it's the growth aspect for me <laughs> um, because I've, I mean, we've had people submit from day one, <laughs> day one and like their photos needed work. Mm-hmm. And I would, you know, they tell, and I tell them that like, we really like it. You're getting there. Like, please keep trying. And then um, I think, one of them, it was almost a year later after, and our first year, we were kind of turning magazines fairly quickly um, because we were really trying to grow the community good, and but still making it positive, not just picking random things. But it was, I mean, it was a high, it was going. Yeah. Um, and seeing her growth and then finally putting her image in there and like, she was just like, beside, she was undone, like, and it, like, I could tell, like, if I could put like a timeline of her photos and seeing her grow, I mean, it would just probably like bring you to tears. It was just so beautiful. And like, that's what it's about. Like, that's what the scene is about. And it's, it's perfecting who you are, your business, your work, and showing how much desire you have to make yourself better. That's great. Yes. Okay. I love it. I love all of that. Um, so speaking of, uh, making yourself better or seeing yourself grow, um, what's something in, in your career, whatever, maybe like the last five years or something that, um, what's something that you've seen or taken in that has really transformed your business or your mindset or just like your general life for the better? I mean, to be honest, it it really is shutter scene. Like it has changed my life and it has changed my mindset on how I look at other businesses Uh and seeing people persevere to levels that I probably wouldn't have been able to do myself. Like I wouldn't have. And like I said, whenever I first started shutter scene, I was depressed. (laughs) I, I was in denial, but I was unundoubtedly depressed and I can go back and look at photos of myself three years ago and I almost don't recognize myself Uh and to think that I could have even started a magazine in that mindset that I was in mm -mm, no way there's no way um so I mean as far as like an amazing thing I mean like it's been amazing for me you know, the people that I've met, the experiences that I've got to have and the experiences that I see other people do and hiring, you know, putting my earned money into other businesses is huge, like huge, huge. I'm all about supporting small businesses. Mm -hmm. Um, And I mean, I can hire anybody here in town to take photos. I could, but for what I wanted and to see somebody's work, it's like, that's the work that I want for this photo. I don't care how long I have to drive to get there we're doing it. Right. And I love that. And I, it's, that's, like I said, that's the community thing for me. Like I said, the world is the community when it comes to this, like there is no borders and boundaries on where you can take it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm sure you even have like international submissions too. I do. Yeah. We, yes, we've had, um, tons of Canada we've had and a lot of them are military moms and like military photographers and stuff so we've had Mm -hmm. quite a few Japan um lots of Korea we've had several Australia I don't know if they were military we had lots of Australia um we've had several from London um we had one from Switzerland she did we she submitted it from our um we did a travel issue and oh my gosh that's probably one of my favorite issues to date um we had 
like just it was like a bucket list magazine right yeah okay adding this to my list of everything (laughs) that I need to see right now and it was like that was the funnest issue I've ever made and I was like I bought like two copies myself I was like I need one for in my studio and there's one in my office like I was like I've got two it's like I mean I bought my own magazine like that's how much (laughs) I loved it (laughs) even though I have a digital of it like I literally bought my own right um and like uh, that one was so much fun. I love, love, love that one. Um, it, yeah, it's 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 grown to a capacity that I never would have imagined that it be, and that's exactly like exactly what I needed it to be. I needed it. Like that was that was the like I don't know what the word is that I'm looking for, but like that was the sign that I needed that this is a good magazine. Like we are doing it. Like yeah. this is our mission, and our mission is happening. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that. Uh, um, oh no, I'm probably looking for the same word that you were. Uh, I thought that I had it. I was it's like, the same word. I can't yeah. think of what the word is. If somebody <laughs> knows what it is, drop it in the comments. Like, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, that is that's uh, that is really cool. Yeah. I, I love that that community aspect. I love the just kind of like bringing people from all over the world together. Um, and I may have to buy an, uh, the, a copy of that travel one because I am like. I'll get you one. I'll, I'll get travel. you one ordered. I'll bring it to you. Yeah, it's it's a good one. It's a yeah. good one. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I'm constantly like I have a, a page on my website that's just like bucket list travel places. And like, hey, if yep. you want to take me to any, any of these places, I <laughs> yes. will like, I'll give you a good deal. <laughs> for yes. Because I <laughs> That's exactly how I am. I'm just places. like, please just get me out of Texas and see the world. Like the world is so big. It's so oh, crazy. Yeah. And it's just like, don't like, I mean, just like, just go for it. Like do whatever you have to do to go and see those things. Like get out of your bubble. <laughs> your bubble mm-hmm. is too small. The world oh, is yeah. huge. Like go see it. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, honestly, just flying to Massachusetts that one time it, it changed my whole outlook on everything, everything that I could have ever worked for in life. Like that trip changed my life <laughs> oh, yeah. in well, such a way. Yeah. And it, it's just, so, it was amazing. It's so different up there. Yes. It is here. Yes. Like the, yes. the, there's different trees, the yes. weather, like it's, a, it might be the same temperature, but it feels different. It feels different. Yeah. And like all the houses are built in a different They are style. so cute though. <laughs> yeah. And then there's people I like know. from Massachusetts that'll come to Texas and they're like, yeah, oh, I love this. And I love, like, I know the I follow world. this guy on TikTok yeah. and he's from Boston and he, he moved to Alabama, I think. And it's just <laughs> like, I'm just like, what on earth are you doing down here in the South? But he's rocking it. And I'm just like, I would love, I told my husband, I was like, if we ever make it in life, we're just going to buy a house and <laughs> there. And then we looked oh, yeah. at the prices of them and I'm like, oh, maybe not so much, but yeah, like it's there. Yep. So it's such an amazing feeling up there. Like I, I cannot wait to go back. Like anybody that lives in Massachusetts, I know everybody there's like, it's not that great. Well, it is <laughs> mm-hmm. like, well, yeah, it really it's, is. It's the same. Like whenever you see the same thing all the time, it's just like, yep. like it's a culture shock. To Texas. It is a cult- yes. Yeah. Like, I, yep. I had a friend who like, they'd, they live in Hawaii. They were in Texas recently. Yeah. And they were just like, Oh, Texas is so great. And I love this. And I love that. And I was just like, you live in Hawaii. Like <laughs> Hawaii is amazing, but they see, they see Hawaii every day. Yep. It's been years. They do. They and, do. Yep. and it just kind of like that change is, is really good. I think it's really good for your soul and yep. especially to like spark creative juices. Um, like if and you're growth. like it keeps thing, you wanting to grow. It keeps uh-huh. you wanting to grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just like you like, mentioned earlier about like what you shoot that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, every now and then you'll throw in a wedding yep. and like every now and then I'll throw in, like I do these personal projects that are just like on the dark side, uh, right. like kind of creepy stuff. And every single time that I do that, I'm just like, I come back to weddings and families and I'm just like, Oh, like I've got, I've got more ideas. Like I'm not bringing yeah. the creepy in to a wedding, right. um, except for the Halloween wedding that we had last year. But, um, but like it's, it just, it sparks your brain in, uh, you know, in a different way because you're not doing the same thing over and over again. Right. Yeah. It's just kind of like, 
It's just like a piece of your brain. It's just like a piece of your heart just opened and you didn't even know it was there. It's just like, I love this. Like, I love it, love it, love it. Like, what do I have to do to do this again? Uh Like, I'm going to find it. I'm, (laughs) there's going to be an opportunity and I'm going to find it. It's like, how bad do you want that? And it's like, I really want, I want to travel. Like, I mean, I never traveled. Like whenever I was a kid, we went to Disney world when I was in like seventh grade and we flew on an airplane. And like, that was the first time I'd ever been out of state until I moved to Missouri. (laughs) And like, we didn't travel anywhere. We never did anything fun. And I mean, and and like, I mean, to be honest, we didn't have the money to do it. Like we Mm -hmm. literally stayed here. My dad was a single parent. (laughs) like raising two kids, well, four kids actually. And so it was just kind of (sighs) like, we couldn't afford it. And so I have kids of my, I have two kids of my own now, and I want to show them those things, like things that they get to experience is also a first for me. So we, I mean, it's a, it's a family project. Like everything that they do is like first, a first for me too. So Mm-hmm. Um, places that we see is a first for me. So it's yep. a, it's not something that I can take them and show them, you know, some people are like, Oh, I'll take you and show you where I grew up. It's like, I want to take and show you everything that I missed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We, uh, my wife and I had never been to, well, I guess she had been to Seattle once, like a couple of years before, but mm-hmm. uh, we had a, or have a friend who lives up there. And a couple of years ago, we took our kids. We were like, we're going to go show you Seattle. And I've never been. And I got to see Seattle and like go in the space needle for the first time and like wow. take the ferry yeah. over to whatever the other Island is. And like, we saved up money uh, to do that and it took a while and like we stayed with our friends in their small guest room and Mm -hmm. saved on on travel and stuff and uh and and yeah it was it was great because we got to experience that we had one sunny day in seattle which mm-hmm. does not happen Never all happens. The time. yeah and they got to experience a sunny day in seattle and yeah That's awesome. it's, yeah. it's definitely something that we're wanting to do for our kids as well we kind of talked about like yeah taking them to like all the different states um, right. before they move out but yeah uh, but yeah, we're, we at least want to take them different places every other year or something. Yep. I would absolutely love to do like that RV, like road trip travel thing. And just like, like completely pimp out an RV and (laughs) see all the things and Uh still be able to work, (laughs) still be able to work like book sessions as I'm on the road. Like, I mean, you know, there's things that you can do. Yep. That's the dream for us yes. wanderers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Live free. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, Megan, this has been a lot of fun. I've enjoyed this. Yeah. And I love uh, learning a little bit more about the magazine that I didn't didn't already know. Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so before we wrap things up, we have a part of the show where we talk about uh, things that we're loving. Um, could be TV shows or you know, movies, whatever, books, things, food. Um, Do you have something that you're loving this week? Um, Well, I, so kind of one of like my like resolutions this year was to read more and I, I don't read. (laughs) Uh I'm a magazine person. I don't read that much. And um, I have been reading and I've been loving it. And then I just recently started going back to the gym. So I take my book with me to the gym and like read while I'm on the treadmill. And then I get lost in a book and all of a sudden I've walked three miles and I'm like, Oh, I've never done that before. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like I, I read this book, everybody and their dogs probably read it. It's where the crawl dad sing and greatest book of all time. I swear it is. I have heard a lot of good things about that. (laughs) I couldn't put it down. I could not put, I honestly haven't read a book front to cover or like front to back, like since probably junior year of high school. So I don't know, Mm -hmm. 13 years ago, something like that. 12 years ago, long time ago. I don't read that much. Yeah. I I don't either. I've been trying (laughs) to get into it like the last couple Mm -hmm. of years and been buying books. And like, if I buy a book, like it's a hardcover book and I put it somewhere where I'm going to see it, I'm going to feel guilty for spending like 15 bucks on a hardcover book. Um, I'm going to have to read this and force me to read them. Uh, But But sometimes um, that doesn't work. Like I've bought a gym membership before and absolutely went like three weeks. And I still had a contract for like a whole year. I Uh (laughs) didn't go, didn't go, but it's working now. (laughs) Yeah. So what is, what's the gist of without like giving too much away, I guess, is it a, is it a fiction or nonfiction book? It's fiction. Okay. It's fiction. Um, it's kind of based in the, 
<clears throat> like South Carolina, marshy, like coastal town kind of thing. Okay. Um, basically, a, a girl's just living there. She had like an abusive dad and like her whole family left and she stayed with her dad. And then one day he left and never came back. And she was very young, like 12 years old and had to figure out how to take care of herself. And then, um, she learned everything there is to know about the marsh and became basically an author of a book and made life happen. (laughs) But there's a little, there's a crazy little twist in there. I'm not going to tell anybody about it, but like, just go read it. (laughs) It's so good. It's kind of hard to read at first because it's in like South Carolina twang. Like you kind of have to read through the, the hillbilly in it a little bit, but Uh then you finally like get it. You're like, okay, like I got this, like I got it now. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a crazy little twist that happens in it. Um, it's yeah, it's good. Okay. Cool. I like it. I that have sounds it. like I have a copy of it. You can absolutely like I, I did. I bought it. <laughs> it's a good one. Nice. Um, I can bring it to you when I bring you that travel magazine. I'll get you one ordered. <laughs> I am down for that. Yeah. It, it sounds like a book that would be up my alley. It's good. Um, it's like good. Those. From somebody that somebody that does not like to read. <laughs> mm-hmm. I couldn't put it, I could not put it down. And I finished cool. it in like a week. Okay. So. It looks yep. like, it's a pretty uh pretty decent sized book too. It is. And that made me nervous. Like, I'm not going to lie. Every time I look at books, I look to see how many, there's 300 and 368 pages. And I about had a heart attack. I was like, Oh, (laughs) I don't know if I can read that much, but I couldn't, I couldn't put it down. Once I got about quarter of the way through, maybe not quite half of the way, I I couldn't put it down. It was that good. It was to the point where I was like purposely like locking myself in the bathroom and uh-huh. staying away from the kids so that way like they could have been burning my house down and here I am reading a book like yep <laughs> yeah that's how I was whenever I read uh sharp objects um I haven't read that one yet I'll have to write that it's one it's good um it it has uh some twists in it too also kind of southerny um <clears throat> you know small town uh in the sticks kind of deal mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. uh yeah, it's a, a reporter from Chicago going back to her hometown because there was a murder there. And mm. uh, the paper was like, oh, hey, you're from that town. Why don't you go back? And, like, you can talk to your friends. And she's like, I've got no friends in that town. Like, that's why I moved out. And, like, even my parents, like, my mom doesn't like to talk to me. And and it's yeah. a whole whole thing. But, like, it completely sucked me in and yeah like, okay I gotta, I gotta find time is it visual so, like can you like um picture like what's happening while you're reading it because I have to have yes. that like I have to be able to read it and almost see it like a movie oh yeah <laughs> in my yeah. head okay good she's good. um she's a really uh <clears throat> I'm, I'm gonna look up who the author is I think it's like I want to say Gillian Jacobs but I'm pretty sure that she's um an actor uh <laughs> Um, this is great audio, by the way, um, me searching things. Um, it is by (laughs) Gillian Flynn. Um, they did do, um, I think a HBO version of the book that was like a mini series or something, Mm -hmm. um, with, I think Amy Adams, um but uh but yeah Gillian Flynn she the way that she writes is very visual and like very mm-hmm. descriptive of like the old houses and the things and like just like walking through the the small town downtown I was like oh like I can see the alleyway that you're yes, talking about like that's I've seen what that I alleyway mean. before yeah like <laughs> yeah. I like I'm okay so like I'm a big Harry Potter nerd but I've mm-hmm. never read the books. I probably need to. Cause like one time we went on a cruise and they had a Harry Potter marathon thing. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to like, I got this. Like I yeah. can recite the movie. And then it was all about the books and I failed. I was like, <laughs> I was like, what is this? Like, that's not in the movie. And then I realized that they were talking about the books and I was like, I've never read a single Harry Potter book at all I have to watch the movies I I guess it's like a time thing like there's so much more that I could be doing in that moment than reading Mm -hmm. like if I can it'll take me a week to read a book but an hour and a half to watch a movie I'll take a movie right yeah I'm totally (laughs) down for that 
Uh, yep. My my wife is a huge Harry Potter nerd and like got into it as an adult, um, like never read them as a kid and then didn't even watch the movies. But someone was just like, yeah, you've got Audible, like just listen to the the books like they're interesting and they'll pull you in and like mm-hmm. probably every three months or so she'll cycle back through and yep. just listen to all the books just in the yep. background and uh and I've probably listened to all of the books uh mm-hmm. now that we've gone through probably like <laughs> yeah. seven or eight times yeah. um but they are they are uh pretty well written and there's definitely a lot of stuff that wasn't in the movies right because uh, I was like I don't remember seeing that in the movie. Whenever we watched those, she's like, oh no, it's not in the movie. I'm like, oh, okay, well. Yeah, it's not. Nope. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they missed out a lot. And that's what I'm just kind of like, all this stuff sounds great, but I don't know if I could go read them. <laughs> I right. don't know. It's it's on my list. I probably, I will probably definitely read it. I'll probably add that on my list of things to do, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I, I love the movies. I like, I actually, when I was in labor with Case, I, they had a, a Potter Marathon movie on TV. And nice. Yeah. Nice. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. I was watching TV while I was pushing through contractions. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whenever, whenever we had Maddox, our oldest, uh, like there was a new season of Sherlock that had just come out. Yeah. Like each of these episodes is like an hour and a half. It's like a movie. It was like right. 20 episodes a season. And we just binged that whenever he was just a little nursing baby and yep. uh and we had nothing else to do yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently like people without kids just have a bunch of free time yeah and i was like how did we do this how did we just like <laughs> yeah. we had all this time to just sit and do these things yeah um yep but yeah okay cool so all right say the name of the book again uh, where the Crawdads Sing. It's by Delia Delia Owens. Okay. Yeah. Where the Crawdads Sing. Okay. Yep. Cool. And we'll have a link to these books. I'll I'll throw a link to the uh, other one that I mentioned that I forget at this moment. Uh, Sharp Objects. Um, so one thing that I'm loving this week is um, old film photos. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just been getting into them online uh, lately uh, and just like the, the feel that they have mm-hmm. is very different to how a lot of photographers um, like photograph things now and just the, the, I don't know, kind of laid back feel of a lot of the, it's, it's mostly like street photography, mm-hmm. which that is not, really posed to begin with but um but yeah it's just like super laid back and uh and then plus like the fashion in the 70s yeah it's like it's kind of blowing my mind that all that stuff is like making its circle back around like the middle part like we really brought the middle i'm not gonna lie it took me like this long for it to even stay on this side. So I don't, I don't think I can even bring it back to the middle again. Like I tried doing it the other day and I was like, nope, yep. <laughs> I yep. can't do it. I My still want to look like I can buy wine. So everybody that's exactly. in the middle part, sorry, you can't buy alcohol yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My wife was like, yeah, I did the middle part in middle school. I don't need to go back there. Exactly. <laughs> like I, I can't, like I physically cannot like it. And then the bell bottom jeans are back and. Mm-hmm. And I went shopping the other day and like the crop top thing is serious right now. Like there's a very, I don't, I guess it's a very small community of people that really want the bottom half of the shirt, but that's me. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, I, need a, I need clothes. So yeah. I haven't seen many of, cause like in the seventies and probably like early eighties also, like even guys crop tops were, were a big deal. Oh yeah. Like, um, like it, it was like looking back through a lot of these photos, it's just crop tops. You got, you got the, the belly you know, in there. Yeah. And, Actually, which, you mentioned that. And I remember seeing some Woodstock photos of people mm-hmm. in like crop tops and yep. yeah. I know, and like I'm the Days and Confused movie. Yeah. Like, uh, McConaughey, he's got a crop top at, 
you know, a scene oh or two. Oh my goodness. I'm just like, man, this is very different. <laughs> and uh, mullets, I haven't mullets seen those back. come back yet for the guys. Uh, uh, let's just hope some things don't resurface themselves. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've never been one to follow uh, fashion trends or no. uh, to have any fashion at all. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, that would definitely not be something. No. Let's no not needs, even, needs to yeah. see what's going on. I know, and mullets are back, and I'm sitting here like people that are making today's fashion trends are walking around in mullets, and to me, those will never be okay. <laughs> like, I'm yeah, not, I'm not a mullet person. I'm not gonna put my kid in a mullet. Like I'm not gonna do it. No. <laughs> not no. not doing it. I don't. I don't see the appeal. Uh, but yeah. But uh, but yeah. Okay. Well, cool. Well, thank you again for, you. for coming on the show. This has been a lot of fun. Yes. Um, where can people find you? Where can they follow you? Where can they uh, see Shutter Scene Magazine? Everything is, most of our like exposure is all on Facebook. You can definitely also find us on Instagram, Shutter Scene Magazine. Um, and everybody knows about our Facebook page. We're pretty transparent. We don't have, you know, it's not hard to find us. We're pretty pretty easy to find um yeah we'll be building some more things eventually hopefully this year um we will launch a website not we haven't really launched a website because we don't really know how beneficial it really is right now because we link all of our stuff straight through our facebook page and it works um but there's some companies that we've been talking to um that they want us to have certain things so we're toying with different things to see what'll be an okay you know what'll be a beneficial route to go um so it'll it'll be just a lot of hit or miss on some things but mostly facebook instagram um you can hashtag shutter scene magazine and we see everything and you may even if you don't submit your photos in one of our submission threads um like we have pulled people from Instagram just from hashtagging shutter scene magazine. And if it's a bomb image, you bet, better believe it. You're going to get a message from me. Like I see yeah. them all. <laughs> There's awesome. thousands of photos listed under there. Um, definitely do that tag in everything. We love to see it. We love to see you guys grow. Shoot us a message. <laughs> if you just want to say hi, or if I'm always down to critique images too, like send it to us. Like, what do you think of this? And I'll let you know. And I'll be honest with you. <laughs> cool. um, and yeah. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks so much. This has been a great conversation. It's been awesome. Thank you so much. Y'all, it was so good to talk to Megan and really hear the heart and the intent behind Shutter Scene Magazine and all that they're doing over there. Um, I really enjoyed that. I love uh, looking through their magazines um, and, of course, their Instagram, which is where I'm at all the time. Um, and if you want to follow Shutter Scene Magazine on Instagram, it's very easy. You just look it up for Shutter Scene Magazine, and it's right there. Um, also, to follow Megan, uh, you can find her on Instagram at Meg Parsley Photo, and that's M E G Parsley, just like the vegetable. Is it a vegetable? Herb. It, I think it would be classified as an herb. I don't know. Megan, let me know. Uh, but yeah, Meg Parsley Photo on Instagram. And you can find the Shutter Scene Magazine group on Facebook by searching for Shutter Scene Members um, and apply to be in there. Just like Megan said, don't apply with your Facebook or with your, uh, your business profile. You want to apply with your personal profile, with your face, uh, because you are a person and uh, you want to interact with other people. Like always, this podcast is recorded live on Facebook in our Facebook group, which you can find by searching for the Light and Dark Photography Podcast on Facebook. This episode was edited by me, John Mansfield, and our theme music is by the talented John Isaac. To get the show notes for today's episode, you can go to lightdarkco.com slash podcast slash 55. I will see you guys in the Facebook group. Bye-bye.